Today, I want to really dive deeper into how do you find your own voice? What is up, beautiful people of the planet Earth? I am so happy to be with you today because it is a special one. It has been a while and I'm getting back to it. First question, who here watched Miss Universe two nights ago? <laughs> My question is, what drew you to watching it? Is it part of your culture or you just like pageantry overall? I can tell you that as a disclaimer, I have never watched Miss Universe ever in my life. Although Sunday night had some time to stream the opening statements for Miss Universe 2019. So I was able to hear top 20 opening statements and also I was able to hear the final question and answer for top three and so that gave me an inspiration of what I want to talk about next so before that though what did you like about Miss Universe why do you like watching it I'm just so very curious honestly in the Philippines where I came from pageantry is big Miss Universe is big it's like boxing there too you know boxing whenever uh, Miss Universe is up there's no traffic it's People watch it like crazy. They're obsessed with it. Um, I just never got into it, but I've always kind of kept myself aware of what's going on. And I'm really, really grateful that I got to watch it the other night. Why don't we start with the opening statements that I really, really loved from the contestants from Miss Universe 2019. So let's do that. Let's start with South Africa because Obviously, she's the one who won. I got my first book ever from my grandmother who never got an opportunity to get an education. She gave me that book because she had hoped that I would have a future much better than hers. I come from strong women who have fought not only to be recognized as humans, but to be recognized as intelligent and capable leaders. Because of those women, I am here today and it is now my responsibility to inspire others, to lead, to be the best and to stay confident in everything that they do. Thank you so much. That is spectacular. She said it beautifully. Another thing that I really liked, another opening statement that I really liked is also from Miss Indonesia. Indonesia! There are so many people in this world who are left voiceless to the fact that they don't have a birth certificate. A basic human right. My charity, Voice for the Voiceless, is working hard to ensure all Indonesians have that right. I inspire to be a woman who not only stands for herself, but stands for those who cannot stand on their own. Thank you. I also loved Iceland's answer. Growing up, facing discrimination, I understand how isolating it is. Feeling the lack of diversity and diverse representation, I became the role model and leader I am today because I want every child to know that they are more than just their skin color, that they are enough and that they are never alone. Thank you so much. 
That is so amazing. I'm so touched by that. All right, let's listen to Puerto Rico. Growing up in a bicultural family has inspired me to connect, to better understand the unifying thread between all of us. This had led me to five continents. I learned a language in just three months, and after working with the victims of domestic violence for the past five years, I made a mini campaign and documentary called Metamorphosis to empower women through their personal transformation. I've dedicated my whole life to be a servant leader, to not just be an echo, but a voice. Thank you. That is amazing. I really love that. I also worked with domestic violence victims in the past and I truly understand where she's coming from. And it's amazing that she wrote a book. I think that's what she said. And I also liked, here we go, here's USA. I love her answer, it's probably my favorite. I almost failed kindergarten. I was such a quiet child, my teachers didn't know if I was ready for first grade. I have since found my voice and used it to earn three degrees, a job as an extra TV correspondent, and a role as an impact ambassador for global nonprofit Dress for Success. No matter where you start, the possibilities for your future are limited only by the depths of your own imagination. That is so amazing. Can we just repeat that one more time? She said, that no matter where you start, the possibilities for your future are only limited only by the depths of your imagination. That's amazing. Oh, I'm so inspired right now. I wondered what the top 20 opening statement was for uh, Miss Universe 2018. So obviously she won as Miss Universe and she's representing philippines catriona gray i love her opening statement i really felt it let's play it working in some of the poorest areas of my country i found that it was a lack of child support not poverty that killed their dreams a child once told me cat that's just not my life and those dreams aren't meant for me but I stand here today because someone believed in me, and we owe it to our children to believe in them. We'll talk about this later because this is a topic that I want to talk about. I'm so excited. Okay, so this is Miss South Africa's final answer for top three. I want to share it with you because it's so powerful. I love it. What is the most important thing we should be teaching young girls today? I think the most important thing we should be teaching young girls today is leadership. It's something that has been lacking in young girls and women for a very long time, not because we don't want to, but because of what society has labeled women to be. I think we are the most powerful beings on the world and that we should be given every opportunity and that is what we should be teaching these young girls to take up space. Nothing as important as taking up space in society and cementing yourself. Thank you. I highly respect Miss Universe organization for building and creating an incredible platform where select group of women selected by their own nations can come together as one so they can represent their country, not just by parading their beauty and their body, but coming from a place of servanthood as well. Each woman came with issues that are incredibly important to them and they get to voice it out, talk about it, they get to raise their flag alongside it and potentially extend the work that they have been doing already 
in the global scale when they win. They were given the space to amplify their voices, the work that they do, so they can be heard in a bigger audience, hoping to touch lives, make their country proud, but also stimulate and stir a fire, igniting the fire among many, so we could do something about these issues as the universe, as the world, as a world citizen, not just in our own small spaces. And because of that, because of the opportunity to be of service, to do things outside of oneself, something bigger than them, also in a way for us to get to know other countries through the beauty of these women, we also become citizens of the world and we become more familiar with some of the issues that are happening in the world, not just in the US or where we are. It's really, really amazing. So thank you Miss Universe Organization for starting a platform such as this one. And I hope that we as human beings and for you out there who's listening to me right now that we get to find our voice. We have heard from those incredible women their voice and what they stand for. Today I want to really dive deeper into how do you find your own voice and how do you find inspiration outside of you? How do you make your life the time that you're here on the planet worth living. And so in essence, it's talking about what is your life's purpose. I know that talking about life's purpose is such a big, big theme in our lives. And I don't think that it is something that we just have to figure out in our lifetime. There are multiple reasons as to why we're in the planet. I personally believe different seasons call for different purpose and reasons as to what is our driving force as to why we're living it doesn't have to be big that's where I want to start but I want to talk about and I really want to touch on why is it important to have a voice why is it important in a very in very basic sense it is important that we're able to communicate how we truly feel I think it is very useful right to be able to communicate what we want to be able to deliver that in a way that we're not pissing other people off and that people are not going to get angry at us after we've communicated what we want. Another thing is that having a voice means that it will just bring you to another level, right? If you really have figured out how to communicate with other people, especially with things that you want, things that you dislike, things that are probably important to you, things that bother you, all these things are important to be voiced out, but in a way that people will receive it, in a non-negative way. It is important to have a voice for several reasons, but think about it in your workspace. You know, it is important to be able to speak up and be heard because what's the opposite of not having a voice? We follow the trail of other people, what they wanted us to do. And so having a voice means that when there's a discontent, when we're not satisfied, when we think we can suggest something better than the proposed solution, we could speak up and we could stand up because we're confident that when we speak up, people will listen because there's value to what we say. Why is it important to have a voice? Because if you don't say what you want, if you don't ask for what you want, then people won't know. Your parents won't know that you want something 
something. And when we speak up, it doesn't mean that we are commanding people to give what we've asked for. It's important to ask questions and that stems from having a voice, right? It's It stems from understanding that it is okay to ask questions, that it is never dumb to ask questions, that it is in fact appreciated to be asked a question for someone to speak up and step up and the reason why we are not teaching that to the world to speak up and spreading the word that they have a voice is because we're probably afraid as a society that if everyone spoke up something will happen tragically (laughs) or i don't know some conspiracy theory you guess what that is but i think that one we have to understand that it is it is important to have voice and i want you to understand that your voice is significant that what you are about to say is important that you have something to say that you have something to ask that you have a question and it matters i want you to know that and i want you to embrace that and i want you to envelope that with your thinking moving forward as we talk about finding your life's purpose finding your voice finding inspiration living outside the box making the most out of light and coming from an authentic place but first i want you to realize the value of having a voice and how important it is that you use it in a way that it is a vessel of blessing also a source of inspiration and a source of information right and with a voice you can connect with people with that voice you can command people you can command a crowd with that voice with that voice you can solve problems with that voice you can be heard again i want to reiterate what miss usa said the other night no matter where you start the possibilities for your future are only limited only by the depths of your imagination so now that that is ingrained in you let's talk about how to find your voice your true authentic voice how do you find that and as easy as this might sound finding your voice means that you're looking within what is within you and when you find your voice you look within what do you see (laughs) what is your story it's knowing who you are it's always constantly going back to who you are who are you who is jessica and what is that voice within what is that voice within me is telling me because all these things are interconnected when we look within us we can find the voice and sometimes it starts simply by just looking within knowing our story looking back in the past and i know it is probably very difficult for a lot of us to look back and i don't think that as a, as a society it is encouraged to look back and look back at those struggles look at look back at those hardships i'm here to tell you from my own perspective and my own opinion that looking back is one of the greatest gifts that i could do to source out inspiration to rediscover who i am to find out what can i learn what can i relearn what can i be better at and when we replace scenarios when we replay situations where even 24 hours earlier when we replay our conversations with people that is a well of knowledge we can learn so much how can i be better at speaking to that person how can i be better at reaching out to a certain individual of this power how can i how could i have done better when i was doing my work today and those things 
the things that we do in the past really tell us where we would be in the future. The steps that we take now on our present dictates where we will be in the future. And so when we look at the present today, tomorrow, that's our past. What are, what, where we are now. And I encourage you to look back and gain inspiration from those moments of struggles, hardships, little stories that you remember as a child that will inspire change inside of you that will ignite something inside of you to either be better at something to learn from something so that the next time you assess your situation the next time you speak up and the next time you use your voice you can be better at them so number one is by looking within understanding what is your story not being too afraid of looking in the past and the lessons learned from the rejection, struggles, hardships, even the successes and the accomplishments that you've done. Because even those could be refined, even those things can be polished and can be better. So again, when you look at your past, you're really understanding, when you're looking at your past decisions, your past mistakes, probably at 23, at 24, at 25, you will see some repetitions of the things that you did and it will teach you a lot into who you are, who you are, who you were then and who you are now. And it's it really is a powerful mirror. And so the next step is now that you've looked within, now that you've understood your past and you've gained inspiration, how do you tell your story? So one, it's understanding what is your story when you look within you who are you the next step to that is practicing the narrative how do you tell the story how do you tell the story of you how do you tell how do you tell the stories of your successes in the past of your failures in the past of your rejections in the past how do you how do you share the story of when you struggled maybe you were financially not doing well back in i don't know 10 years ago and look at where you are now. How do you tell that story? That's how you find your voice. So now it's looking at what is the story that you're telling? Is there something of value? When people listen to the story that you're telling, what's the narrative? Are you painting a picture of a victim mice person who is still a victim? Or you're painting a picture of a person who had gone through struggles and hardships and yet they've overcome? something are you telling a sort a story of resilience are you telling a story of a strong person are you telling a story of whatever it is you have to again reflect and look back as to how you tell your story and the number one key to that is practicing the narrative and always revisiting the narrative because the power of narrative is so powerful in a way that how we tell our stories tells us how our thought process is what is really going on in our brain what is really going on in our hearts it tells a lot the way we share stories whether we are a positive person whether we are a negative person whether we are a person filled with hate anger disgust and you know i want you to really think about that the third part when you're telling your story is asking yourself, what do you value? Because as you tell your story, the way you find your voice is also letting people know what the value is. What can they learn from your story? What have you learned personally? And it's only through by realizing you yourself, the lessons you've learned and putting that into a statement that is so powerful that is gonna activate something in another person's life. What is the value add whenever you talk to people about your past? Is it to brag? Is it to tell people how smart you are? Is it to tell people that you were able to do it? 
and so can they. Let me tell you that people will perceive the way we speak in multiple ways, right? And we will never be able to discount the haters, the angry people out there, the people who don't care, the people who are threatened by our glory and our presence and the way we speak. But a good percentage of people will receive something that you say and will activate something inside of them so they could also do good in the world. Let me tell you, when you go out there and tell your story, once you've really looked within and internalized and had inner dialogues within yourself, it won't really come out as forced because it will come out as someone who's well thought out, someone who thought about this for a while and practice 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 you gotta exercise because nothing is as ever as perfect the first time you give it a try <laughs> i want you to remember that when you go out there and tell your story out into the world remember to keep yourself grounded and also understanding what's the why why are you doing that why are you speaking up about this specific thing that has happened in your past or your life story it has to be authentic the key is to be authentic right and anything authentic is coming from somewhere true somewhere deep down when you dig deeper that's when it really comes from your core it's authentic so you gotta be you just gotta exercise and you know i want to tell you about one thing that probably will help you into finding your voice also i want you to imagine your stage i want you to imagine your author your audience right now you are now given a platform to speak who is your audience who are the first people the very first people that came to mind the reason why i wanted you to do this exercise is because when we speak it reflects a lot of what's going on on our inside why do we want to talk about this in the first place and that could help with one finding your voice and also learning how to speak from an authentic place when you're talking about something that's very important for you. You know, this ties back into your really understanding your life's purpose or maybe your purpose at this moment. What is it that you wanna do outside of your life? Something bigger than you. And when you practice always thinking about who is your audience, who do you wanna, who do you want to attract who do you want people to to be around when you as you speak? Who do you want to touch as you speak? Who whose hearts do you want to ignite as you talk? That gives you back the inspiration and it will not you won't be shaken when there are haters and there's so many people out there who's probably going to doubt you in the process of this. But when you're authentic, when you're coming from a place where things are true, these are important for you, you will find that it is easier as you go by and keep practicing. I want you to know that you are capable of finding your voice within because you are capable of dreaming, believing, embracing yourself and creating your own story in a way that people will be touched. And no matter where you start, whether you're 40, 50, 60, 29, 28, 27, 16 years old, 15 years old, the possibilities for your future are only limited only the, in the depths of your own imagination. And just know that as you speak about things that are truly important to you, you will be heard because you are capable to become 
extraordinary. I know that talking about life's purpose is such a big topic, but I really want to get into finding your voice, knowing who you are, staying true to who you are, keeping yourself grounded as you speak and it's very important that you find your voice because I know that there's a lot of people out there who are struggling to find their voice. Stay true to yourself, but also be confident. I also want you to think about people who people who might kill that positive positivity, that energy, that aura, that vibe that you have. And right now, I want you to practice to just shut those out because it doesn't matter. People will try to also pull you back because they probably are threatened into the power that you possess because once you embrace who you are and once you practice communicating and finding that voice and practicing that voice and sharing that narrative to the world i want to touch on really quickly about false humility and i want to tell you about one thing authenticity always triumphs sometimes people might view what we say as or what we do as we are bragging that we are so pride and we are taking all the glory but i want you to remember that when we start highlighting humility we already have a problem the struggle is trying to live a good life quote unquote am i honest am i kind am i am i too modest am i living a holy life all these things all these questions bar us from being who we truly are for being happy when we when we are when we feel that way for sharing moments of achi achievements because we are not supposed to quote unquote you know when i read this quote humility and modesty represent the ability to forget oneself to be content out of the center stage to assess one's own mistakes and imperfections accurately. This reminds me so much of what the church teaches. At church, we are taught to not live a life of false humility, which is self-defeating image, right? It could also be pretending that you are not good at something when you are. You are so afraid of appearing to look great thinking that you're not being humble by doing so. The pretending part is the result of us to say, let us be humble. But I gotta say, and I gotta be honest, why do we even have to do this? Why are we teaching people to be humble and not be proud? Is it because that we do not want people showing off what they're good at? Humans are naturally sharers. They share the good news. But maybe instead of talking about humility and false humility and glorifying ourselves and all these other things, maybe we should just be aim for us to just live a life that is authentic who we truly are now in the real world how does this is apply how do we apply authenticity when it comes to business friendships and family that's a question i have for you how do you apply authenticity so then you don't have to keep asking yourself am i living a holy life am i living am i being humble by not bragging am i being humble by not talking about my accomplishments it is crashing something inside of you because you are pretending and you're trying to hide and the world is probably teaching you that it is not your own strength that you were able to get something, that you were able to do something out of life. I think it induces a lot of shame amongst people. I think that it induces a lot of fear, a lot of questions and a lot of doubts. And with that, authenticity is trampled upon. You know, we are crashing authenticity because of all these teachings that we are being told. And I'm not going against what you guys' beliefs are, but I do want to highlight the importance of authenticity over anything else, over being humble or not humble right because who you are matters so much at the end of the day and when who you are 
is kind and great and that when you speak about things and when you share things that you succeeded when you break the barriers when you go out there and you were proud of yourself for doing so things that have has never been done before things that you are struggling with as either a woman uh, a person of color being privileged all these things that this world labeled ass because there will always be criticism and the most important thing is that you stay true to who you are when you're practicing to find your voice and you're practicing to share your narrative with the world i want it to really come from an authentic place and not from a place where you want to prove people that you're being humble you want to prove people that you are pleasing what the religious organizations are telling you once you start with that is your audience remember i ask you to seek for who your audience is going to be are probably in the wrong path already because you're staying away to who you are and you're trying to mold yourself into something that you're not and that induces a lot of shame guilt and a lot of bad things that are happening inside of you so anything that will steer you in the wrong direction just choose the opposite choose to be you and trust your voice trust the voice within you remain grounded i think that is very important to remain grounded and to not boast as i told you when you practice your narrative why are you talking talking about this in the first place there has to be something of value why people would listen and sometimes not everyone will understand that not everyone will gauge the importance of what you're talking about but you know what just practice for the next time because there's always another time and so practice 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 to be the best that you can be and i'm so excited to hear what you have to say i'm so excited to create a world where we come together as authentic human beings as passionate lovers and dreamers and believers to who we are so that we can make something bigger than us thank you guys so much for listening to elevated you podcast i am so inspired by each one of you just like i was inspired by listening to the opening statements at miss universe so i hope that you do well it's the holidays is coming up whatever you're doing i wish you all the best i love you guys so much i'm signing off my name is jessica gonzalez and feel free to reach out to me i would love to hear from you thank you so much bye